1: Hey Joe This is the best of the Joe Show running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, Corona free to follow me. On Twitter at Dan Day Radio, I would say it's a feel good Friday, and I'm still gonna say it. It is a feel good Friday, even though you might not be feeling all that good. Hopefully, you're not feeling sick. Why do I say feel good Friday? Because it is the beginning of the weekend, and also try to make you feel good. With some good audio, and also a little bit of reggae thrown in here and there, make you feel good on a Friday. Hawk and Crowder always making you feel good. We're gonna hear from them in about 30 minutes from now. Here's a little sample. Friday!
2: Yeah. A lot of air for a guy your age. Well, I'm doing that to elongate stuff. I don't have anything to talk about. so <laughs> On my show sheet, I had uh, yell Friday for a good 120 seconds, and that'll eat up some time.
1: I can eat up more time. It's a feel good
2: Friday!
1: Okay, that's enough of that. On the way, going to hear from the Joe Rose Show, talking football with Mike Florio. He has some interesting things to say about the NFL's leadership, plus Dan Lebitar, a little stuttering, and they open up the club. But right now, let's open up some headlines. The PGA and NASCAR have postponed events, while the XFL has canceled its season. That leaves UFC and Netflix this weekend. UFC will have no live audience, while Netflix will continue to stream as usual. In the wake of coronavirus, the U has suspended athletic play. The ACC has awarded top seed Florida State the conference's basketball tournament championship. The Marlins fell to the Cardinals 3-0 yesterday in spring training. Baseball has now suspended operations. The Boston Marathon will now be held September 14th, while the British Premier League has put play on hold until at least April 3rd. The Heat are planning a financial program to assist American Airlines Arena game day workers in the wake of the stoppage of play and events in the venue. And now, I know it's Friday. I know you got a lot of tension, especially with everything going on in the world. So we take a step into the day spa. (sighs) Ah, feel good Friday in the day spa. Texas family recently caught a neighborhood dog stealing a package containing an Easter basket from their doorstep. That dog has a sweet tooth. Missouri is suing televangelist Jim Baker for selling a fake coronavirus cure. Ooh, I hope this doesn't give televangelists a bad rep. A British woman is miffed after her husband decided to play golf with friends rather than visit their recently prematurely born baby in the hospital. This is a rare double-double where the man has won Father and Husband of the Year simultaneously. The State Senate is removing laws regulating telegraphs. Woo! Now spring break can really begin! And now on to weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, cloudy with temperatures in the mid-70s. Win $25,000 cash at Hylia Park Casino. Get free entries every Saturday and earn more entries playing slots every day now through March 21st. Grand prize, $25,000 giveaway, Saturday, March 21st. Visit HyliaPark.com for details. If you didn't get up early this morning, hopefully it's not because you have the coronavirus. Maybe you have a different Miami flu or just trying to sleep and rest up and protect against said coronavirus or anything. Well, nonetheless, if you didn't get up, I got you. The Joe Rose Show. They talked with NFL analyst Mike Florio. Mike Florio had some interesting things to say about NFL leadership. Also, about the draft and the NFL. They're really good at one thing, in his opinion, foot dragging. Brady to the Bucks and the XFL's future.
3: Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. And, Mike, I started the show. I'm so glad the NFL's in the middle of this somehow, and it's the off season. Not that I want anybody to have to go through this. It's just nice not to have Roger Goodell in the middle of this thing. What were your thoughts over the last couple of days?
4: Well, I think he should be in the middle of it, though, Joe. I'm disappointed that the NFL has squandered its leadership opportunity here. Even though the NFL isn't in playing season, the NFL benefits greatly from the fact that it's now a 12-month-a-year endeavor. Free agency due to start next week. I hope to God they wake up this weekend and realize they cannot allow – the multi multi million dollar spending spree to go forward next week. It makes no sense. It's logistically difficult to do with facilities closed and it just shows insensitivity to all the people who are going to be hurting financially as businesses shut down. Oh. But you know, I, I mean my, my my broader concern is the, the and it's it's just it's a bad for the NFL to be the last to do anything, they could have canceled those lead meetings a week ago. I knew they were going to get canceled. You have a bunch of owners who are right in the high risk category because they're all over 70, many of them are 80. Virginia McCaskey's pushing 100, they're not going to gather all those folks at the Breakers in Palm Beach with a bunch of people from the media and yuck it up for three days. They knew they were going to pull a plug on it. And I think, frankly, they're they're so concerned about the impact on the draft. They have been as slow as they can be with these other things, like pulling the scouts in from the road, pulling the assistant coaches from the road, uh, closing the facility. They waited until they had to do something instead of taking the lead, uh, which they should have done. I just think it's unfortunate because there's a lot of people out there to think this is all still a hoax because they heard it somewhere. I don't know where they heard that it's a hoax. You know, there are people who think we're overreacting, and some of those people may be ardent football fans. And if they would see Roger Goodell on TV telling people this is serious, maybe that would knock some sense into them. You know, I thought it would get it done with the NBA suspending play, but there's still a lot of people out there who are, who are stupid enough to pack the Pepsi Center in Denver last night for a Post Malone concert which means the message isn't getting across. And I think part of the NFL's obligation is to get that message out there. And they failed this week in their opportunity to do it.
3: I guess my take back at you would be I was looking forward to something besides talking about cancellations and uh, suspensions and postponement of events. I thought it'd just been nice to find out and have free agency and find out what Tom Brady and the gang are going to do, but you're not looking at it that way. I I just
4: don't think that it's the right time to do it. We're still getting our arms around what we're going to be dealing with as a people. And and, and beyond the bad optics, and, and look, hey, they moved free agency until early August to accommodate a fairly ordinary work stoppage in 2011. If they can't do something similar, if need be, to accommodate extraordinary events of 2020, then they just don't get it, and and I think that ultimately they'll realize that they need to do the right thing. Is it look? This is this is typical of the NFL. Proactive, they are not. Reactive, they are. Right. No and question. you never see them stick a flag in the ground early. They're always catching up and and making decisions after they see things play out instead of anticipating how they may go.
2: What about the draft? Then is that where do you foresee that just being held as normal, or what changes are coming with that?
4: Well, Anthony Fauci, the one voice of reason that has emerged from our government with real clear, authoritative advice and assessment of where we are. He was on Good Morning America today, and he said that eight weeks of this restricted activity may be necessary. Well... The draft is five weeks and six days away. So, and again, they're going to drag their feet. They're going to hope for the best. And then once everyone knows it's inevitable that it's going to be canceled, that's when it'll be canceled. And look, ultimately, it's a TV show. Let's not fool ourselves. Yes, they've turned it into this big event that goes on the road and attracts thousands of people. And guess what? It looks good on TV to have the shots of all those people. So if all those people are going to be there you come up with a different TV show. And ultimately, all it is is Roger Goodell reading off the names. Millions are going to tune in for the anticipation of what the next name is when Roger Goodell reads it. And he could be sitting at his fireplace with slippers and a pipe, like Ward Cleaver, reading the names off one at (laughs) a time, and millions would still tune in. It doesn't matter. It's it's all – look, they, they, they want it to feel like a big deal. And what makes something feel like a big deal more than a big crowd? If the crowd's not going to be there, they come up with another way to make it feel like a big deal.
3: Let me ask you the other one, uh, and that is, what, Sunday night, Saturday night – excuse me, Saturday night, 11.59. Any better feel for how this thing's going to end with the people that do vote for the of the players?
4: Well, I think there's some remorse out there for guys who voted no especially given the dramatically changed circumstances. I was trying to think of another situation, another, another example of having an opportunity to still do a deal that never would have been available if the other side knew then what it knows now. Right. And I'm telling you, right now, the offer that's on the table for the players, it wouldn't be on the table if the owners knew then what they know now. And it was bluster over the weekend, and it was bizarre reverse psychology. Maybe it was double reverse psychology when they, were, they put out the thing to ESPN that there were some owners that are hoping the players vote no. And that was clumsy, and that was unfortunate, and that wasn't helpful. The reality now is they want them to vote no. And if they vote no, they aren't going to see a deal like this deal, and they may have to go through the motions of a lockout that's never going to take or a strike that's never going to work, and they're going to end up with a worse deal when it's all said and done because the owners are making all the money they lost in the stock market this week. They're going to make that all back from the players. And if the TV deals aren't as great because maybe the money's not there now because of what's happened in the economy and what will continue to happen with sporting events not televised by networks that televised sporting events, that money's going to go down, and that's going to hurt. You know, the owners are going to take it out of the players, and that's going to hurt the players too collectively if the money drops because they get a piece of it but they should take this deal I think that the NFLPA should let the players who want to change their votes change their votes and if it comes back no I think the NFLPA should find a way to to start it all over again right. before that offer goes away forever because once it's gone it's never coming back
3: they, they must know that there's got to be some guys and I do agree some of the young guys are just listening to whoever and and doing but Boy, I tell you, I, I hope there is a wake-up call for the guys that haven't voted. I, I'm with you. First thing Watch I thought. You
4: know, well, here's what happens. Here's what happens. Some of these guys like J.J. Watt and Russell Wilson, they do this drive-by, vote no, and it influences the young players. The, the point I made last week that, that not nearly enough of the players understood, voting no isn't giving the finger to, to the owners. Voting no is giving the finger to your executive director who says, I'm proud of this deal. And wants the players to to, to ratify it. The, the guys who did the most damage were the star players who used their platforms on Twitter to persuade guys to vote no. And as I understand, those guys are waking up now, saying, "Why the hell did we vote no? We want to vote yes."
2: I, I hate to ask this question in this in this, uh, but but I need a sliver of football news. Tell me where Tom Brady's going. I just I just need to talk a little football here.
4: Well, well, and that's fine because I was on radio for three hours today, and I forced myself to talk football from time. <laughs> here's, here's the here's the here's the wild card. Who wants Tom Brady? What team? really, truly want Tom Brady? Do the Patriots really want Tom Brady? Tom Curran and I had a long conversation about this on PFT Live today. He doesn't think that Brady believes the Patriots want him. The 49ers are a very real consideration here. And the thinking is Brady wants the 49ers. What if the 49ers all on the side? Yeah, we're going to stick with the guy we have over the 43-year-old guy who wants to be here. Being the only team right now where it is clear and obvious that that team wants him is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, if Brady isn't going to stay with the Patriots, if the Buccaneers are the teams at the front of the line, I don't think it's all that difficult to warm up to the idea of playing for a team that some pretty good pass catchers, starting with Mike Evans, one of the most underrated receivers we've ever seen, a defense that is very good, a head coach who is the exact opposite of Bill Belichick. What a breath of fresh air. Now, that, that, as I said on the radio show, there may be some rum on that breath, but Bruce Arians is definitely <laughs> a breath of fresh air. And, and I'm fascinated uh. all of a sudden by the We saw the story this week that they're ready to make a big push. What other reports have we seen of teams ready to make a big push for Tom Brady? The Buccaneers are the only one. Starting to, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to adjust my rooting for football chaos uh, interest to uh, Tom Brady one of the Buccaneers.
3: Yeah. Hey, uh, I want to ask you another one. The XFL, uh, I know right now they're not going to be playing and, and everything else. It hadn't looked good for the league overall. The, the numbers go down. What what happens with the XFL? they got to get some star power on this thing, Mike. Or does it make it? Well,
4: I, I don't know. But it's capitalized sufficiently to come back next year, unless Vince McMahon wakes up one day and says, I'm done pouring money down a dry hole. Uh, we, we haven't seen enough. We were right at the brink of figuring out whether or not the XFL was going to hold its own against some fairly sizable competitive sporting events like conference tournaments that would have been this weekend up against week six of the XFL. March Madness. I mean, the numbers would have kept going down. They went down 63%, the ratings from week one to week five. Uh, So we would have found out whether or not it can hold its own. So I think they have to do the experiment next year, see where they are after 2021, and make a decision for 2022.
3: Well, Mike, I got to tell you, you threw me a curveball today. It was a full count, and I thought you were coming fastball. I thought, because I I started the show going, man, I'm so glad Roger Goodell's not in the middle of this and screwing up and second-guessing and – changing his opinion and and you are just the exact opposite that he should have been out in front of this whole thing i i didn't see that coming hey listen listen i I don't
4: want to get political here we've done this before but we desperately need leadership at this time and in the sports world the leadership has come one league at a time and the nfl is flat-footed the nfl wasn't in season but the nfl should have realized it's always in season and it was incumbent on the league to show real leadership here and and they've been operating based on reactivity not proactivity and and that's typical but this was an opportunity to really step out and show the world what it needs. And if there's one person out there who isn't taking it seriously and they see Roger Goodell on TV saying, take it seriously, you know, that, that, could,
3: that could make a difference. Yeah. And, and that's what's unfortunate. In my Mike, always great having you, man. Thank you so right. much. You
1: okay. Mike Florio, not a fan of Roger Goodell and the NFL brass. Remember the season is not next week. Okay, okay, I'm not a huge fan of Roger Goodell, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, the season does not start next week. Everyone entitled to their opinions. Speaking of opinions, the Dan Lebitard Show. Opinions, I don't know, are the word. But nonetheless, always a good listen.
0: He played with Leightoner and backed up Shaq. Was great with rebounds and put back. X times the white is down the floor. She do not play back there. Ball no
5: more. Mike's only at. Don't talk back.
1: Five minutes, and you've got more fun with Double Dan. Dan Day, who I am, and Dan Lebitard on the Best of the Joe show. Yeah. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a feel-good Friday. Making you feel good with some of those reggae vibes from my man Ricky and Galaxy Sound Station right here in Miami. They've got their grudgeful rhythm Out basically they've come up with a rhythm and then they get different artists to sing over it right here it is Michael Rose singing over that grudgeful rhythm the whole album same beat same rhythm different artists take on it this one grudgeful enemies by Michael Rose just a little vacation of the mind right there and you kind of need that nowadays with everything that seems to be going on in the world and every once in a while the Dan Levitard Show kind of helps you do that too. Forget about the sports world, forget about the craziness, and just have some fun. And that's kind of what they did today. Even though it is a serious world, it is still a world we have to live in and get by with a smile. So, they go to the stuttering Pantheon, and also Frank Martin
6: opens up the club. Open it! I believe that we have something else for the stuttering pantheon here. Right now, there are two that are bigger than better than most. There's uh, Billy trying to talk about Charlie and never spitting something out.
2: Well, Charlie sent, uh, Charlie had this, Charlie, as far as I know, so just Charlie's f- title in my book. Are you going to say line? anything? Well, so that's pretty bad. But I was I, right there.
3: I was
6: terrible one time trying to talk to the guy who plays Chewbacca, the new guy. And. Uh, how how familiar were you at the time with Chewbacca? Like how your upbringing, how 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 had how much Chewbacca in it? Now I ask you guys. You guys tell me. Frank Martin, uh, Francisco Martín, who was just on with us. I believe he goes in the pantheon. Yes or no? Does this go in the stuttering pantheon?
5: No, no Dan. It's uh I, I I it it I we I was. I'm, let me see. I'm trying to figure out how to articulate. <laughs> you struggle. you struggled. You
6: struggled. <laughs> no, Mike. No. Let me hear it again. Not even close. No. Really? No. It doesn't go in the pantheon. No, no
5: Dan. It's uh. I. I. It, it, I. We. I was. I'm, let me see. I'm trying to figure out how to articulate. You my. struggle,
6: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, that's pretty close. I mean, you benefit from him joining the Pantheon. You may have missed earlier, an hour earlier, when we talked to our friend uh, Frank Martin, the South Carolina basketball coach, whose name is actually francisco martin and he said he explained that francisco martin is his wife's husband romantic softy uh (laughs) who is exceptionally latin but frank martin was what he was back in his miami days when he was a nightclub bouncer how long did you have that job uh Frank, and how long, uh, and where was it?
5: Name the place. I a bunch of different places. You can't stay in the same place for a long. It's like coaching. If you stay in the same place long enough, they, everyone hates you. So, you know, it's, uh, you, you got to move
0: around. Uh, coach K is doing <laughs> fine there, Frank. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was just saying. Whoa. The, what you? What were you saying? What are you saying? That there's a coach who has stayed in one place for a very long time, and he's beloved. That's all I'm saying, Frank. Uh, Unnecessary. I no, <laughs> no,
5: it's all good. I did it. I did it, give or take, over the course of maybe ten to twelve years.
6: Oh wow! And uh, the 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 most brutal situation you found yourself in. Did you did you get hurt
5: ever? Uh, actually, two quick stories. One, we had a fight, uh, and uh, it was quarter beer night, and I came running around the bar, huh. and I slipped, and I slid. Imagine the floor was wet. I slipped under the pool table. I had no idea this pitch black. I had no idea where I was at. And I jump up and I hit myself in the back of the head. So now I'm really mad. So I get out from the pool table. They got the fight under control. The other bouncers see my white shirt all dirty. They thought those guys had kicked my tail, so they beat the living you know what out of those
0: cool guys. They, they,
5: the guy that hit me was the pool table. So it's uh, uh, that was a funny one. And, th- and then one night. One night, there was actually guys that we had to put out, and they waited for us outside, and, and uh, uh, they came by. We saw a car coming, and they started shooting. That was the one night I said, you know, making 75 bucks a night just
6: probably ain't that, you know, it's not worth it. <laughs> All right, and on that note, uh, Frank, you asked earlier, Francisco. Well, Frank is the one who asked. He wanted to open up the club, so feel free, sir. You go ahead and tell the people when the music can start, when the club can open, and we will let you get into your weekend. Go ahead and open it, Frank.
5: Well, as we get going, uh, this interesting week, we've <laughs> oh, no, oh, no! 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 no, no. Francisco,
6: we can't no. get the no,
0: phone,
5: li- oh, okay, phone okay, line, the phone line. Man, we'll, start we'll start
6: over, we'll start over. We've had trouble with the phone hey, here for the last hour.
5: For all my years, I threw misfits out of clubs. Now this is my kind of club. We bring the misfits in. And, uh, let's start opening them doors yes the first one out the door is yes rudy gobert we'll
0: in this <laughs> all, right. all
6: right gobert you get out of here Frenchie. get out of here thank you francisco we appreciate it uh come hang out with us in miami we look forward to it
0: we'll see you guys soon all right i'm sorry frank
6: it was such a weird decision
0: by <laughs> you a sports take
6: i mean, I mean yeah you had to, yeah, give, him you had to give him a sports days. take yes. that was insulting Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what we have here, Mike. The first sound that we welcome into our Club of Misfits is...
0: Everybody.
6: Again, with Andy King, the original producer for this show, singing about Pat Riley.
0: Is that Riley? (laughs) Who else? Everybody. for the love of God. He's not limping, right? Being right, Being right, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Lee's back. Stay
4: right.
6: Oh, come on. Who else is in the club?
0: What would you do if I took a to the <laughs> Would you stand up and try to
6: block me? <laughs> are you going to just play nothing but doliac songs? Play something, Fred, I'll, I'll back it out. I will
4: try
0: to hit it from the top of the screen <laughs> You are going to play that only. Guy saved he's us. He's going to only play doliac songs. Do you know the difference between a CBS and a Walgreens once you're inside? I, oh, you, I did it. You maintain that I did you said it. Walgreens. You're right. Nope. <laughs> you I went did. back and listened <laughs> on my own. Oh, Mike, I knew I did it. Who else? You in know the, the club? difference between a CVS and a Walgreens. Once you're inside, and Mike says that's a sign of aging. That's a sign of getting old when you start leaving SS out
6: or adding them when they don't belong. Who else
0: in the club? The Brady hunch, so bad. The Brady hunch, so bad.
6: Chris, what are you laughing at? Mike said that's the worst thing you've ever done.
0: The segment, though, I mean, it found its footing today. Man, who else is in the club? Oh, only I could fire with a little help oh, yeah. from a couple <laughs> <laughs> Who
6: else is in the club?
0: He played with Layner and back up Shaq. Was <laughs> great with rebounds and put back. I
6: don't think Zoe has had a better moment on this show. Lorenzo was so underestimated there, and he brought it strong.
5: That kind of the floor. <laughs> she not play
6: basketball no more. Mike only act.
5: Don't
7: talk
6: back.
0: <laughs> well, no, he really did. He deserves he did.
6: More credit. He deserves credit. Who else is in the club?
0: Since the beginning of time. That's oh, the worst God thing man. he's done. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Nostra Dumbass is your nominee for Dumbest Thing Chris Cody has done?
0: Since the beginning of time.
6: <laughs> Who else is in the club? My neck, my back, yes, yes. my Michael Doley, yes. <laughs> I think that might have been the best one we got. Who else is in the club? Who let the doly egg? Who who, 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 let the doly act?
0: I think you're wrong, Dan <laughs> Who
6: else in the club? You got to listen to, uh you know, the people that's keeping a track on what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tremendous backtrack by LeBron. Trevor's always going to do something nuts. He's our nuts. That's why they enjoy him. Wait a minute,
2: what? <laughs> Trevor's always going to do something nuts. He's our nuts. That's why they enjoy him.
0: <laughs> who else? I was eating Cherry's Jubilee. Yes! Yes! I was eating Terry's Jubilee.
1: Now I'm hungry. I also like how everybody on the radio sings like I do. Off key, loud, but not yelling. I go to karaoke. That's how I do it, too. I probably have a singing voice, but over the years, this has become my singing voice. I know no other way. Everybody, yes. Yeah. So I don't blame the callers singing those Michael Doliak off-key songs. Always on key, Hawk and Crowder. Friday!
2: Yeah! A lot of air for a guy your age. Well, I'm doing that to elongate stuff. I don't have anything to talk about. so (laughs) On my show sheet, I had uh, yell Friday for a good 120 seconds. And that'll eat up some time.
1: Yes, indeed. With the times as they are now, you're going to hear a lot of sports guys telling your personal stories, talking about food, and the whole nine yards, which is kind of what the and Crowder show is all about. You'll hear more from them in just about five minutes. Plus, oh, yeah, as we say in South Louisiana, got some Lanyap for you, a little something extra. Got those Hawkman Highlights Crowder crowd pleasers kind of the week that was on the Hawkman and Crowder show not to mention it is feel good Friday so we're gonna feel good real good next on the best of the Joe show oh. The best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Feel good this Friday. Let that rhythm take you away. I told you Miami's own Galaxy Sound Station made this rhythm that you're hearing in the background and made a whole album with it. Same rhythm over and over again with just different artists and their take on it. This one right here is called Grudgeful Rhythm dub by Kiva, K-I-B-A. Feel good. Oh, yeah, you know I'm feeling good. Tonight, Netflix and chill. Tomorrow, sitting on the beach, maybe helping some spring breakers out if they need guidance on what to do in Miami. Might go out tomorrow night for a little bit. They got a cold French wave concert at Las Rosas, possibly. Might get canceled. And then Sunday, more beach, Netflix, chill, maybe a couple of brewskis here and there. Yum yeah, on. Feels so good. Always feels good with the Hawk and Crowder show. Weekdays from 3 to 5 right here on 560 The Joe. Hawk, he's kind of filling time, but they're talking about coronavirus and how it does not really affect the show's content. Because, like I said, you're going to hear a lot more personal stories from sports radio guys over the next couple of weeks because there's not that much sports to talk about, but we try to flesh it out. We try to be human all the time and not just sports robots. Also, no NOLA for Hawk. Kind of upsets me because I love New Orleans. Born and raised there. Not as much as Miami, but love it nonetheless. Weekend plans. I just told you mine. What are yours? And, well, yeah, with everything going on, who are we betting on?
2: Out of air for a guy your age. Well, I'm doing that to elongate stuff. I don't have anything to talk about. so <laughs> On my show sheet, I had uh, yell Friday for a good 120 seconds, and that'll lead up some time.
7: Let me see. Want me to go back in my archives and see what I got? <laughs> I got LeBron <laughs> will lie to you. <laughs> so, I have that
2: one up. Somebody said to me, uh, hey, what are you going to talk about? I go, have you heard this show? I go, we've been preparing for this for five years. <laughs> Ready, baby? We're uh, we're going to do our typical Friday show. Obviously, we will talk about coronavirus, how it's affecting sports, but we'll talk about some regular stuff as well. And we told you yesterday, if you listen to this show, guaranteed laughs. And we will continue with guaranteed laughs today. In fact, um, what Solana and I have culled today from the archives, I thought it would be fun since there's no sports going on to go back in time to one of the best sports moments in South Florida in, like, the last five years, which was maybe ten years, the Miami Miracle, the uh, yeah. the New England game. And uh, so what, what we'll do is you'll hear kind of the recap of that game and then uh, the way that we started the show the next day on Monday, which was just all-out celebration – And telling Boston to suck it. So, guaranteed laughs today. If we get time today, we can play our first round ever of Dan Day True or False. I look forward to this. Got some Dan Day factoids and some Dan Day myths, if you will. And you'll have to guess whether... It actually happened to him or he's just not? Over there, being Dan, he, can't, yeah. hear now, he right? can't hear us now. He can't hear us now because he's uh, he's on five sixty to Joe, oh, so they're not even. Uh, he's not even listening to us right now. Where'd so. he get that shirt from? <laughs> That's like a uh, what do they call it? like a goodwill store, but no, I'm not even done. A goodwill store in 1988 in Savannah. Like, I can pinpoint the Goodwill store, but God bless him. It's hay-colored. You know, I, uh, I, I had told you, uh, you know, for a couple weeks, I'm going to New Orleans for spring break. Going to New Orleans for spring break. And obviously, I, I think around Wednesday, Tuesday, we canceled the trip. So Dan's from New Orleans, and he had given me this, uh, this whole list of, you know, here's things, the places you should go, blah, blah, blah. So today, he comes... <laughs> I mean, this is perfect Dan Day. If you don't know Dan Day, you listen to 790 The Ticket here while we're on. So we're on exclusively 790 The Ticket right now till 3 o'clock. And then Dan Day runs the board for us on 560 The Joe. He's one of our associate producers. So Solana runs our main board. And then when we begin the simulcast at 3 o'clock on 560 The Joe, Dan Day's running the board in there. And he's just an interesting bird. Anyway, today he says to me just kind of out of the blue, he's like, yeah, blah blah blah. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna love that next week in New Orleans, and so I go, why? I'm we're not going. We cancel. We canceled the trip. And he goes, why? Now that's pretty much all you need to know about Dan Day. Uh. Look. You may think that uh you got to live your life and whatever and I do too. I've got dinner plans with another couple tomorrow night. I'm going to live my life, but I'm not going to get on an airplane and travel to a city where half the things are closed. Yeah. It's not like there's there's nothing more to it other than we had a riverboat cruise planned, the cruise ship is not sailing and we had a Pelicans game planned. NBA is not playing. We're gonna see the aquarium. I'm imagining that either it's open and a cesspool of germs, or it's not open, which I would probably lean to. Like, there's just no point in going. So we'll reschedule it. But I swear, he's like, "Why aren't you going?" He doesn't know. Like, just. Oh, he, he knows. He doesn't. He just he knows, but he's Dan Day, yeah. and he'll meet that uh, challenge head on. Oh, it's New Orleans. <laughs> yeah,
7: right. Unless somebody discourage him from going New to New, New Orleans.
2: Orleans. So, uh, what do we have? Anything on Daniel Kilgore? Don't do this again. Anything? I'm just checking. Well,
7: hey, checking Michael Egnew as well. You want to know his Daniel update? Daniel
2: Kilgore was on the Dolphins yesterday. Egnew hey, wasn't on no the he Dolphins wasn't. for he years. He didn't play since game three. Just wanted to get an update on Kilgore. <laughs> what did you do last night? What are your plans this weekend? Hang with the family. Yeah. But just around the house?
7: No, nah, we'll do outside fishing, like, maybe. Even today, my kids were – it was already scheduled. They were off today. It was oh. a teacher work day for, for university school. My kids go, and my wife was like, hey, should I – I'm not going like off the wall or the little trampoline places, right? It's, you know, and the kids are touching everything. Seems so like go to the park, like it's outside. You run in the grass, play catch with Chan. They can yeah, they can still
2: wash your hands yeah. after you're on the uh, the jungle gym and all that stuff.
7: Me, I, I don't know if my wife's gonna wake up in time, but me and my children will be fishing
2: about eight a.m. tomorrow morning. Yeah, somewhere. That's a good uh, that's a good activity. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's a, it's
7: my boat. It's like. Nobody touched my boat but me and the kids. Right. so Yeah, I'm going out. And on my you can boat. still,
2: you could Lysol all it and whatever. Yeah. You go out, uh, live your life. So I,
7: like I tell people, I, I'm encouraging family time. Family time for this this period of of
2: whatever. What
7: it, what they call it? Social, so, social social distancing. Social distancing. Social distancing gives you a great time to love on your family. Go yep. love on your family. Yep.
2: That is a hundred percent sage advice, and rarely. Can you get that from Crowder? It took Excuse a me. It took a pandemic for you to get sage advice from Jenny Crowder. <laughs> Let's get headlines. So here's what we have planned for today: UFC card. I have no idea. All right, we're gonna get headlines from him in a second. I want to ask Lee: Is he eating
7: cat food? Because that's his business. Like, if there's no sports for Lee Sterling, that's his and Paramount Sports. His company's called Paramount Sports. Yep. Like, come that's on, man. That's his business. I but he does.
2: He told me that he's got UFC to uh, to oh, play okay. this weekend. Uh, I was texting with Chris Whittingham. He told me a couple of soccer, Mexican soccer bets for tonight. Because Mexican, which is a good soccer league, this is not, you know, uh, remember Solana yesterday told us to bet the Uruguayan club team. We would have lost on that. You wanted to do two units. We would have (laughs) lost. You would have (laughs) won. No. They were giving one and a half and two Uh, goals. They won 1-0. Still got the dub, though, so I win. He just – you right. don't understand. But they, uh, they they did not cover, so it was a very good thing. And I'm watching a lot of TVG, obviously. Horse racing is going on. Although, like Gulfstream Park, they are running live meets but no fans. The horses are racing, mm. but there are no fans allowed at Gulfstream Park. They are allowed outside at the restaurant areas. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, the and the slot machines I read today are open there at Gulfstream Park Ugh. as long as you clean your hands. Honestly, like yeah. Hard Rock's going to be packed this weekend. I guarantee you. I'm not telling you to go there. I'm just telling you. Dave and Buster's. I endorse Dave and Buster's. I read you the CEO's CEO's letter. Like they're taking steps above and beyond to make sure everything is clean. So there's going to be people out there. It's the Sporting events that draw thousands of people at one time that are all being canceled en masse, and that is horse racing. But every track is running. They're just, but you know, you can bet simulcast and online and yeah. and whatever. And so the the handles are maybe a little bit smaller.
7: I stop up here. It's called Pizza Fiore. It's right up here on Northeast Second Avenue. And I'll get me some wings before the show. A little spin, little grilled spinach, maybe some grilled green bean. I try to be a little healthier. And it was it was probably ten fifteen people in there. A dude walked in with a hoodie on, and the shirt zipped over his mouth, gloves on, and he walked in and talking to the lady, and the whole restaurant started laughing at him. (laughs) I felt bad for him because everybody was laughing at this dude. He acted like this was really outbreak.
2: Listen, I I, I got no shame in that. You don't know if that guy's got a weakened immune system. I'm, I'm telling you, there are people... Where this is a very dangerous situation because you know how many people die from just the regular influenza strain every year. There are people who have weakened immune systems or, you know, you don't know what's going on. They have a loved one with a weakened immune system. And so I, I have uh, I end up having a conversation
7: with somebody because, you know, I, I've told the story a hundred times. I've talk, I have actually have actually talked about her through the years. My grandmother, 96 right now, the home she's at is saying no visitors. Right. Because there's a bunch of 90-year-olds in there. Right. And this is detrimental to to that type of person. So I end up the defender for the guy that walked in with the glasses on. Now I'm like, the bro, voice you, of reason. you don't know what where he's going. You don't know who he lives with. So leave it alone, and then, but people knew who I am, and they're looking at me crazy. It, I was, I think, I was ten minutes away from a fight. I
2: have no problem with people taking precautions. No. I have no problem with people trying to live their lives. There's probably a happy medium there somewhere. What I do have a problem with with is people that are cavalier. They don't care, like Rudy Gobert. Yes, very cavalier. I think I'm immune to this. I don't think it's gonna matter. So let me goof around. That infringes on my potential health, and so yeah, I have a problem with that. And as a guy with a pregnant wife, right? They don't know how coronavirus affects fetuses,
7: right? And no. they don't have enough. Or they don't have enough case studies to figure it out. You would imagine it would not be good. No. So that's why I have yeah. to figure this thing out yeah. and do everything I can not to take anything home. So yes, I told that entire story to say yeah. I, as we move forward. We need to be more educated
2: on how to how to approach this, but be safe. Once again, a pandemic has brought out sage advice from Channing Crowder. Bro, I'm smart. <laughs> and now you see why I am so shocked that he had some sage advice. Forgot
7: my microphone screen, though.
1: Oh, come on, Channing. No, seriously. Everyone on the Hawk and Crowder show, extremely intelligent. Of course, Hawkman, Crowder, myself solana when he's off the air is actually a very intelligent charming person when he's on the air i don't know what that power button does to him nonetheless we have fun doesn't matter that's why every week on a friday i put together the Hawkman highlights and crowder crowd pleasers kind of the week that was on the Hawkman and crowder show enjoy
4: Highlights. Highlight. Crowd- Crowder. Crowd pleasers. Crowd pleasers. Bienvenidos al hockey Crowder show. Brought to you in Miami.
2: Hi. I would say my suggestion to everyone is, don't get chlamydia.
7: Boy, you just lost a fan. What's wrong with you? Just lost a fan. There's a highlight.
2: I mean, I looked at a Magnum condom the, way that, the, the, uh, the way that I looked at the the way that I look at the honors dorms when I visited colleges. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't for me.
7: Don't get chlamydia. Ay, 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 es eso.
2: You're just trying to get the uh, the people ready for what the show is going to sound like when I try to do it from my house using nothing but staff, our engineer, a wire, Swiss Army knife, and a rabbit ear antenna.
8: <laughs> That's the highlight of my day.
7: You text Alfredo, come up here and I'll slap you. I'm talking balls and sauce.
2: Tonight, the low will get down to 69. Nice. Uh, Alright, Dan Day. Who you want to set the ass down, Dan Day? This freaking crick in my neck. (laughs) You don't remember inoculations? Hell no. Inoculations? Of course you got inoculated. I didn't get
7: inoculated.
2: Nice. Did you play in the same era as Leroy Horde? Did you ever get a chance to tackle him? No, I wouldn't. I could have. Easily. 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 This freaking
7: crick in my neck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who is it again? All right, we've got the national a- team Loon- from... Karamble- we- <laughs> Nacional Uruguay. Boy, you just lost a fan. I have a move called the patty milk. I I think... You uh, want to see the patty milk? though, I- huh? Don't get chlamydia.
0: I'm pleased.
1: If you want to hear those highlights or crowd-pleasers again, if you want to hear this show again, if you want to hear any of the shows you hear on this radio station at least one more time, maybe even more, download the podcast for absolutely free, wqam.com, wherever you get your podcasts, or you can go to the radio.com app. Yes, Sports World, pretty much all but shut down. There's some underground stuff that I can take you to, but we're not going to get into that. Of course, the first domino fell with the NCAA saying they would play the tournament in front of absolutely nobody, but still play it. And then, of course, the NBA took it a step further. Adam Silver was recently on TNT talking about that topic.
8: When in the two sort of full board meetings I had yesterday and today, not one team raised money. Like The entire discussion was about, safety and health of the players the community around the nba and our fans and so of course the issue becomes now you know we what what we determined today is that this hiatus will be most likely um, at least 30 days i mean it and we don't know enough as you've all said to be more specific and that specific than that but we wanted to give direction to our players and teams and to our fans that this is going to be roughly at least a month but then the question becomes is there a protocol? frankly, with or without fans, in which we can resume play. And I think the goal, and I've been talking a lot to Michelle Roberts, the Players Association, just talked to Chris Paul, the president of the union again earlier night. and, you know, in, in, uh, coming together, what's, what makes sense here, and without compromising anyone's safety. And I think it's frankly too early to tell. And like we've been saying all day, don't feel
1: so bad for the athletes and for the coaches. Feel bad for the workers at the stadiums and the arenas. The Miami Heat doing a great job coming up with at least some kind of financial way to support them in this downtime. Also, Sergey Bobrovsky of the Florida Panthers donating money. My man Zion Williamson, he's offered to pay everyone's salary for a month that works at the Smoothie King Center. So once again, you have to be health conscious. You have to be responsible, but you also have to live life and enjoy life because, as you can see, it gets crazy, and it can become very short very fast. That's why I'm giving you my weekend plans right now. I told you, you're not just going to hear about sports all the time on sports radio over these next couple weeks because, honestly, we got to fill some time. But tonight, I'm going to get off. I'm going to go to the gym, if the gym is still open, hand sanitizer, workout, get healthy, go home, Netflix, chill. Tomorrow, I'm going to wake up, sleep, and hang out on the beach. You know, I'm a beach dude. Then at night, if. If Las Rosas in Alapata is open, they have a really cool cold French wave concert with a artist from France by the name of Cindy Valet and a guy from Canada named Otto Melody. I'm going to check that out once again, being responsible, being clean, having a few drinks, talking to people, maybe not so much touching, and although it is French, you know, and I have a French heritage, but nonetheless, no, going to be cool. Then Sunday, more, sleeping on the beach, hanging out on the beach. Then going home, Netflix, chill, get ready for the week. Take care of yourself, enjoy life, while at the same time be responsible and safe. If you have any questions, health related, probably shouldn't ask me, but if you want to, be my guest. Hit me up on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. I hope to be back Monday. Both of us feeling great, looking great, doing great. Although I don't know how good looking I'm gonna be, nonetheless, six o'clock for another edition. Of the best of The Joe Show, and it's heard here and only here on 560
0: The Joe. Later, slug. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word.